Today's goddess is a beautiful Japanese sun goddess who is the most important goddess in the Shinto religion. She is Amaterasu. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to episode number 26 of Goddess Chat with Leos. We are your hostesses. I am Nicole, and this is the legendary Gigi. Legendary. Yes. <laughs> no, you're the mythical Nicole. How about that? <laughs> That's like I'm a sing, I'm a centaur. I don't know why I just went right to that. Hey, we are talking about goddesses and stuff, okay? So... <laughs> Well, everybody, how about you join us as we drink some tea or spirits and explore the meanings, legends, and powers of this episode's goddess. Yes. If you love the show, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever your chosen listening service. You can find us on Instagram at goddesschatleos, or send us a quick little email at goddesschat at yahoo.com. The best way to show your support for the show is to rate and review, and also word of mouth and carrier pigeon is priceless. Ding! (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, goddesses, let's grab your drinks and let's chat. Then... Tea time! I don't know. I, is it even a tea time anymore? It's like it's a whatever time. It's it's a it's a it's a drink time. It's a drink. <laughs> it's a drink. I'm so happy we're doing an actual episode. I know, and I actually yes. do wish I had a drink right now, but I, I have coffee. So, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess I could have had a drink today. Oh darn it! You know what? Go make one. But you know what, though? I'm scared of a lot of the pronunciation, so I don't want to be disrespectful. So. Oh, darn. Okay. I know. Okay, we'll plan it. I know. It's like, it's like old times. It's Sunday. Yes. It's a recording day. Yes. Wow. Look at us. It's the first day of August. It's Leo. <gasps> oh, blessed Lunasa. Oh, blessed. An abundance and wheat and grain to you. I don't, Yay, I don't know if that's abundance. what you say, but, <laughs> but it is, this is the time of abundance and I actually wanted to go outside and harvest some of my lavender, but then I stayed inside and took pictures for my hair flower business. So it's kind of. You harvested photos. Harvesting, yeah. There you go. Um, goddesses, uh, you don't know, but my actual muse and model is Miss Gigi and I don't oh, have stop. her face anymore. Stop. Stop. This broad, yeah, that's right. I said broad, can just pose in a second. Like she's so self-aware of what looks good (laughs) on her. It's ridiculous. It's frustrating. And I have to take 80 million pictures just to not look like a pointy nose, chin, Renee's Oh my goodness. (laughs) Hey, I don't have your creative prowess. So, I mean, (sighs) you and your like amazing creations yeah, I can't. Uh, yeah, I get inspired for her. Like I'm like, oh, I saw this, and I think I should do something <laughs> like this. And I send her ideas. I'm like, I don't know how to construct it, but I like the idea. So <laughs> right, and then there's me that loves doing the puzzle portion of it. I'm like, ooh, I think I could figure this out. Oh yeah, actually, I so I got in that mode yesterday with um, my wedding that I worked on. I I don't often have those puzzle pieces with clients, but every now and then you have a client that has um 
you know, something extra they need covered or corrected um, or their hair just doesn't work the way it should for the style. So you have to think a little bit more logically about it Mm -hmm. instead of artistically. And um, my client yesterday, um, her eyes were just a little uneven and it was um, an issue for her. And she had those so, stepsister eyes. Yeah. So she, it was yeah. just, she was just like, she's like, you know, it's just like, you know, something that bothers me at times. And I'm like, okay, then let's, let's do some magic, some makeup magic and make this yeah. balance, you know? And each little thing that I did and I saw it, like opening up that her eye to like lift it to the level and stuff. And I was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I was, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was so stoked. I was like, yes. Cause it was just like all those little things you had to think of. I'm like, okay, what if I added this here? I'm like, that was perfect. You know? So <laughs> just had to look Aww. at it more critically. So was yeah, she so was super little, happy? She was, she really Aww. was. Um, I love so, that. She was just such a sweetheart. I mean, you know, she was one that had to reschedule her wedding and, you know, had a rough go of it. And they were just so sweet. And I just wanted to stay there and, you know, crash her wedding and hang out with them. So <laughs> I was going to say, are there some brides that you just kind of connect with that you're like, I, I want to be your friend. I do. And I've had yeah. some that want to be my friend, but I don't necessarily want to be theirs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting you into my sphere. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're sweet, but you could just tell there's, like, something off, you know? And you're like, "Mm, I don't know if I want to, like, put too much energy into you. So, (laughs) you're sweet for this moment. Yeah, so. (laughs) (laughs) You're sweet for these couple of hours and then go be with your husband. Actually, um, one of my clients yesterday as well that I had um, was a former bride from four years ago. And she was one of those where she wanted my number, my info, like, was, like, overbearing with how much she wanted to be my friend. She's so sweet. But I was like, I just got to keep you at an arm's length. You know, you're yeah, you're very sweet, just a little too much for me, you know. And um, so she just booked me again and was just, like, you know, was all over me and hugging me and, like, so excited to see me. I'm like, you're so sweet. It's just, like I said, you're just a little too intense in my head, you know. Like, yeah. so, <laughs> so I'm like, we'll, well see. <laughs> it's funny because there are some people that they can come on strong and you're okay with it. You're like, no, mm-hmm. you're cool. I think this is going to be awesome. And then others that you just, something just isn't right. And you know what? Listen to that. Cause it's yes. usually right. Yes, exactly. Yep. So oh, I'm excited about that. And, um, we have a pretty important goddess and it's yes, going to be a, a long one. So are you ready to start chatting about today's goddess? I think so. Let's <laughs> do this. Awesome. Okay. So our sources for today is goddesses, goddess, goddess, just not plural, just one goddess. Singular, um, yes. I know, mm-hmm. singular sensation. <laughs> right, I have that. Is um, mythopedia.com. That's a fun website. If you haven't gone to that one, and I should have mentioned that to you earlier today, that's a fun one too, Mythopedia. Oh, check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, goddessgift.com. Lots of fun. She uh, does a couple different articles and uh, we'll talk, you know, about the importance of the goddess and different things like that. So I like that one. Um, my tried and true staple, Find Your Goddess by Sky Alexander and the Goddess Oracle by Amy Sophia uh, Marashinsky. 
la la yeah. i actually just posted a photo of that one on our instagram if none of you have uh checked that out yet ah, uh, i haven't even yeah, checked it out so, I <laughs> yeah i actually treated myself the other day um i needed a moment and i did a midday bath Good. and i filled it up with rose salts and rose petals and lit candles and read some of my um uh, my goddess um oracle books so, i yeah. love that mm-hmm. that's actually a way to connect with this goddess that we'll oh. find out later and i did a so. facial simultaneously i had masks on so good you need yes. that we're coming off of having our in-laws in both of us so yeah yeah we needed a break so oh, many episodes for you all. <laughs> yes, I know. We won't do that often, but mm-hmm. it was a dire situation. <laughs> it's a dire situation. So today's goddess, um, Ama- it's already Amaterasu. Started. Amaterasu. Chris has been like coaching me on how to say it. And I'm like, I got this. I got this. So she holds such titles as Heaven Shining, Great August Deity, which hey, I love that me. one. No. <laughs> and this is mine. Great divinity illuminating heaven. Oh, <laughs> I know, right? I love it. So her appearance in Japanese art, the goddess is most often depicted as a good nature being, often seated back to back with her other brother, the moon god. Other brother. Oh, I thought it's, I, yeah, I'm like, was it older brother? I think it's her other brother, the moon god. So she is mm-hmm. the sun goddess and he is a moon god, which ah, that doesn't happen it. very often. The now. sun and the moon. Woo! Cox. And that is the bird. <laughs> I, I couldn't wait to say it. <laughs> with my, with my Cleveland like, wait, is accent. Is typo or is this an actual thing? Oh, no, no, no. It's that real. That cack. So, um, the Cleveland accent is very hard A's and we make everything sound like an A. So uh, cocks, meaning the male chickens, roosters, are, roosters <laughs> are associated with her as they herald the rising sun. And so too the raven, who is believed to be the messenger of the goddess. It's pretty badass. I love it. Mm-hmm. it just made me imagine um, in Hook when they're crowing. Oh, crow, yeah. Crow, you know, or panty or whatever they call them. Like, you- <laughs> <laughs> you made me awe to the point that I choked and coughed. That's beautiful. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, on to some legends and mythology. She rules the sky as well as the region of the spirits known as the Takama Nohara, which is the plane of heaven. And Amaterasu's primary role that of the sun god is that of the sun goddess and in this position she not only serves as a little literal rising sun that illuminates all things you know all that the light touches simba um, <laughs> but also <laughs> provides Brilliant. the nourishment to all living creatures and marks the orderly movement of day into night so the sun represents order and purity two of shinto's most important concepts all things in creation are ordered, from Amaterasu down to d- denizens, which are inhabitants of the Jing- Jingoku, Jigoku, mm-hmm. and other hells. And this order is reflected in the Japanese society as well. So her birth, it was um, from the mists of time emerged two deities, which was the Izagnagi and Izanami the divine male and female gods of creation. So legends say that seeking to fill the misty void, 
which is, you know, in my pants. No. <laughs> you don't need no stinking drinks. The misty void. Um, I, I've been walking in the morning and it's really hot here, so I have a lot a of misty clammy. void. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a big girl, so stuff rubs. Yes, yes. Chub rub, yes. We can both oh, get that. It's a real Oh, man. Thing. Oh, man. Yes. So <laughs> they devised... <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, we keep going on left field. We I'm miss like, doing this. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we should do a fundraiser for Oh my god. Like, oh, yes, yes. I'm experiencing it. Okay, oh, sorry, go ahead. So yes. So seeking to feel fill the misty void, they devised the marriage ritual and engaged in sex. <laughs> but had to repeat the ritual. Like who doesn't want to repeat the ritual? Due to a is um Izanami's part. So this second successful attempt yielded a multitude of kami, which are beautiful beings representing the natural world and the islands of Japan. And the last of these things, of these beings, fire subsequently killed Izanami. So so her mama messed up sex and then gets burnt in the fire. That's not cool. Yeah, I mean, it gives me some of the Pele vibes yes you know it's just yeah yeah, it's kind of it's hard but you know they're like okay let's let's try again if at first you don't succeed try try again yes and then they're like no sorry you're done (laughs) but at least you know she got to get laid before she died true twice so hey (laughs) so rot with grief um izanagi journey to the yomi or the shadowy land of the dead searching far and wide and he eventually found his wife and was shocked to find her rotting flesh full of oni and other demons and so seeing this rejection of her izanami flew into a rage and attempted to chase him past the gates of death however he managed to block the gates with a boulder and izanami swore that if he left her there she would kill 1000 people every day And he replied that each day he would create 500 more lives than she could destroy, therefore ensuring the survival of the Earth's population. So disgusted by the death that lay upon him, Izagni found a pool of pure water nearby and he bathed himself in it. So Amaterasu is one of the three kami or god or goddesses born from Izagni's purification following his attempt to free his wife from the land of the dead so the three deities that were born as he washed himself were amaterasu from his left eye from his left eye her brother slash husband which is god of the moon brother husband um um sukoyumi which came from his right eye and the storm god suzanao which came from his nose and though these are her primary siblings, Amaterasu has many other brother and sisters born from Izagani and Izanami's marriage rituals. So though the parentage of her children is unclear, Amaterasu is thought to have had them with her brother husband, um, Sukoyumi. And their children include Ami no Oshihomimi, whose son Ninigi's great-grandson Jimu would go on to become the first emperor of Japan, which was um, 660 to 585. So thus, the bloodline from Amaterasu to the imperial family can be reliably traced from the 7th century up into the modern era. So every single emperor 
has a bloodline wow. to this goddess. That's crazy. And um, snaps to you for those names because I got I, I just got tired and I didn't put the phonetic spelling of it. I'm, so trying. I'm proud of I'm you. I'm trying. You are I'm, doing this. You're killing it. I'm trying. Killing it. Trying. Storyteller. <laughs> Good job. So, as with the natural order, as was the natural order of things, Amaterasu married her brother. I have to keep looking back on how to pronounce his name. You know we know it's Sukoyumi. her brother, so just say Sukoyumi. brother Sukoyumi. Sukoyumi. Yes. And together they ruled the day and the night. And the marriage produced children, but to um, Sukonomi lacked Amaterasu's naturally glowing dip- disposition. You know, he is the night and she is the mm-hmm. day. So, when whatever the goddess had, he had he was merely a reflection of her light which Aww. that is really is what the moon is it's just yeah. reflecting the sun so um and i mean often that's what men are they're just our accessories you know just to enhance us a little bit so <laughs> at least the sun goddess uh-huh, exactly and so according to one myth um Sukoyumi revealed his true colors at a banquet when the goddess Yuki Yukimochi created a bounty fresh from which food could be grown. So after she spat fish into the sea and game into the forest, she proceeded to pull crops from her rectum. Oh, disgusted by her actions, which I think we all would be. <laughs> um, Sukoyumi <laughs> killed her on the spot. Damn. So Amaterasu rejected her husband's disgust and banished him for his evil actions, and thus day and night became separated for all eternity. So, okay. I mean, it was disgusting, but it gave us food. And I mean, I guess she was playing the devil's advocate. I mean, yeah, uh, it's a hard one. You would literally. I mean, I I have nothing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like she pulled vegetables from her butt. Okay, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. But you mm-hmm. know, now we can eat. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, oh. is it, spit in the ocean. So there you go. Mm-hmm. All right. So although Izagani tasked all three of his children with ruling the heavens, Amaterasu's claim was the strongest. So as Izagani's firstborn, she held the divine right to rule, and the youngest of the three, Susanunu represented his elder sister's right to rule and questioned it openly eventually susanu's arrogance led his father azagani to banish him so Mm -hmm. before his departure susanu went to bid his sister goodbye so when his actions were met with suspicion by amaterasu susanu issued a challenge to prove his his sincerity so as the challenge began susanu took amaterasu's necklace as she took his sword and using these vessels they each birthed goddess so amaterasu produced three goddesses from the heavenly bade while susanu produced five gods from the grand jewel since she owned the grand jewel and more gods were birthed from it amaterasu claimed that she won the challenge so <laughs> you know she That's was mine. like yeah it was mine and so i burned them all <laughs> yeah. so Outraged by her claim, Susanu went into a rampage, destroying much of heaven and earth. I mean, this sounds like sibling rivalry to its fullest. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. <laughs> it. It's like, no, I did it more. No, you did. No, I did it. I'm going to destroy everything. So <laughs> She just stands there. Mom! And then he goes, mom's in hell. Oh, dad! <laughs> dad! 
So he ended up annihilating Amaterasu's personal rice fields and threw animal carcasses about, even go so far as to throw a pony at her loom. Okay, now I'm sorry. There is one thing you do not throw a pony at a loom. Nope, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> That's when the earrings come off. Oh, yes. Hair you get goes the duct up. tape yep. and the Vaseline. Okay. There we go. This stuff is going down. <laughs> so one of Amaterasu's personal attendants died during the rampage and this caused an already angry amaterasu to mourn as well so ashamed that her actions had led to such chaos she fled to a cave now known as amano iwatu and the heaven which is the heavenly rock cave and with amaterasu in hiding the world plunged into darkness and chaos and thus became the first winter a hard time for the world that used to be basking in the sun so i love that explanation for that it's it's very vivid and detailed but it is um, i'm just getting so many images like it i'm still getting pele vibes from all this stuff it's the the artwork if you search it it's amazing just how they kind of uh, animate all of these oh yeah we'll we'll be posting some of this for sure Mm -hmm. and then um the whole idea of like this long winter coming forth reminds me of game of thrones you know winter is coming so i mean just all the darkness that comes with the cold and everything so absolutely oh man yeah so obviously distressed by the withdrawal of the sun another goddess amano uzumi which sounds oh sorry yeah aim nozumi um the goddess of joy laughter and springtime did a body dance outside the cave and caused all the gods to laugh so that Amaterasu peeked out to see what the fuss was about. So it was, it was a really, so in the goddess um, deck that I bought for you, Mm -hmm. it details what kind of dance she did. And it's like, it's bad. (laughs) Is it going to make this an explicit episode? No, not this one, but if we do her, then yeah. Okay, yes. So she just made, <laughs> made certain body parts talk. Ah, I like that. Entertainment. <laughs> she comes out and goes, show business. Yes, you know, that, that misty void. Yes, yep. <laughs> so when she peeked out, she got one glimpse of her beautiful reflection in the mirror that they momentarily um, put up. And this distracted Amaterasu. And the other deities were able to grab her and bring her out of the cave. And so the light had returned. So, I mean, this is like full on Leo. Yeah. (laughs) So she's like, I need all the attention on me. But obviously, deep down, I care about what others think. And I'm so upset that I hurt someone else. I have to go into hiding. And oh, but look at me. Look at me. I got to come out by accident when I get distracted by all my beauty and grace (laughs) so i had that this is a total side note but i I haven't done my makeup in a while so i did my makeup so i could take pictures and i had to do a zoom meeting with um the lovely girls that are doing my website and as i'm looking at my little image on the zoom thing i'm like i look good you're just looking at your square (laughs) yep Yep. (laughs) i'm like okay Look at you. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it. I was feeling myself. Feeling yourself. (laughs) Well, in Japan, Shinto's most significant shrine at the aisle is dedicated to a matrasu. And the mirror that is housed there is considered to be the one of the three imperial imperial treasures. So the Ease Grand Shrine, known 
commonly as Jingu, is not only Japan's most historically important shrine, but also the official shrine of the imperial family. So dedicated to Amaterasu, the shrine houses the imperial regalia, as well as the important site of the pilgrimage throughout the Edo period, which was 1600 to 1868. And there are several sections of the shrine where only priestesses and members of the imperial family may pass, such as the shrine's chief priest and priestess must be of the imperial family line. Wow. So um, another shrine, which is the Amano Iwatu shrine in Takashi. She, Takachiko, no, <laughs> Takakiko. I, I'm not sure. I'm sorry. You are, hard. you are Takakiko. Um, from the Mizayaki Prefecture, per, Prefecture is said to be near the gorge where Amano Iwatu, which is the cave where Amaterasu hid herself from the world, can be found. So, Woo. I mean, a lot of this. Also, this like less bit of the regalia makes me think of, um, you know, like the Vatican. Yes. And housing, you know, bits of what they believed was part of, um, you know, Christ's, you know, with his, um, like the the cave, um, his um, scrolls, like whatever little bits and pieces that they housed that they believe were from his, when he was alive. I mean, just how sacred that is it makes me feel like that very similar though but only the imperial family and like the Mm -hmm. basically they're the only ones that can see it so it still Mm kind of keeps the the people yeah the mystery Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's kind of like um also with sorry i feel like the queen of england and stuff like that you know like they have those areas of the their uh you know, big old house <laughs> that no one else is allowed into, and it's all just for the monarchy to see and stuff. Big so. old house. Come on, yeah. Jinx. Come on. Jinxie. She's all over the flowers. Come on. I know I'm not paying attention to you, but um, so to give uh Miss Gigi a little break because that was rough, and I'm very proud <laughs> of you. You did very good. I'm sorry. No, don't thank you for your accolades, but I still feel, you know. No, girl. Girl, you did it. I'm going to talk a little bit about the um, idea of the imperial goddess. So the Japanese imperial family, which claims descent from um, Amaterasu. Look, I can't even say the name of the goddess we're talking about. And you did all of that other stuff. So you are amazing. No, you are. Eh. Sit at the head of the Japanese society. And from the imperial family, a natural hierarchy exists. So in pre-modern Japan, this is one of the many justifications for the society's cla- uh, ca- case. case system. Is that? Oh, yeah, I'm like, that, that I think it's, yeah, I think it's, um, I don't know, keep talking and let's yeah. see. All right. Uh, though Amaterasu's illusion or illumination, she represents not just order, but the justice that maintains it as well. The imperial family has long served as the legitimizing power of the Japanese political entity, and they have always used this position to ensure that Amaterasu's place as Queen of Heaven and her control of its courts are reflected in their rule. Thus, the earthly court systems and the justice... (laughs) Jinx is just trying to push her way in here. Everybody, Jinx is here. And the, she's a baby. and the justice they represent are reflections of Amaterasu's divine justice, though she herself is not the goddess of justice. 
She maintains hmm. harmony and balance in both the natural world and human society. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, um, being that she does all that, she is a goddess of state. Mm-hmm. So Amaterasu has always been an important, if not the most important, kami in the Japanese spiritual life. So prior to the Maiji restoration, when Shinto was not yet formalized, formalized amaterasu was important across most of japan and it was only after shinto was formally recognized as a state religion however that amaterasu's role was solidified and the imperial family set once more as the head of the now democratized japan Hmm. so though the state shinto was abolished in the years after world war ii amaterasu and the imperial family remain an important part of japan Japanese spiritual life. So some co- scholars assume, based on the archaeological, um, archaeological, oh, wow, I can't even talk. You got it. Archaeological um, evidence that the prehistoric sun cult that occupied the region may have worshipped some incarnation of Amaterasu. Didn't I tell you this was intense? Like, as I was yeah. doing it, it was more than just the one book. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I just yeah. like the idea of there's like some prehistoric sun cult. Yes. <laughs> Sounds so metal. <laughs> I wonder I wonder what their drink of choice was. Mm. Do you think it was Capri Sun? <laughs> <laughs> Dad joke. Dad joke. Okay. <laughs> so one little remaining uh, bit of history, Imperial Regalia. So the Imperial family possesses three holy relics that come directly. Bless you, Jinx. I don't know if you heard her sneeze. I know. Oh, and you finally said the word that I was trying to think of when I was talking about Jesus. Relics. 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 They have relics from when he was alive. Yes. (laughs) Relics that come directly from Amaterasu. So now here's going to be a chance where I screw up words. Together, these relics are known as the Imperial Regalia of Japan. Yata no Kagami? I'm mm-hmm. going to say, yeah, is the eight-span mirror, which was used Ooh. to lure Amaterasu out from the cave that she was hiding in. Eight span. So that does that like eight different planes, kind of like those fold-up walls? I, it was showing eight of her, Ooh. so that's why she liked it. She was Ooh. like, yes, 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 and oh. yes, and yes. Snap, 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 snap. Okay. Snap, girl. I've been watching too much Drag Race, so I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Suck. Kani no mm-hmm. Magatami? Tama? Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Um, the Grand Jewel oh. is a Magatama? 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 Yeah, sure. A curved beaded or jeweled necklace common during the prehistoric Japanese period. So that's prior to the 4th century. It is thought the Grand Jewel was lost during the Gengpeng War, which was uh, 1180 to 1185. Okay, two more big words, everyone. <laughs> you can do this. Usa nagi no tsuyuruki. Okay, that's okay. basically the grass cutting sword and the murakumo no trigger to I wish Chris was here. He's so good. When at it's Jeff. the TSU, it's su. I think the T okay. is silent. Yeah. Surugi. Surugi. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. Okay. The heavenly sword of gathering clouds was once owned by Amaterasu's brother, Suzano. I think it was Suzano. I think 
and represented virtue. So all oh. of those items in the story that were used, they actually have those. Wow. Where I think they're at her temple that you can go look at. That's crazy. Say, you would think yeah. that there'd be like pieces. They're like, this might've been part of the shroud that she wore, you know, yes, but like yes. they have the mirror, they have the sword. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. So in time, Amaterasu sent her grandson, Ninigi, to rule the earthly realm after her son refused. <laughs> I love it. That's a trust fund, Damn baby. it, kid. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to send my grandson instead because you just don't listen. That's right. He's like, uh, I really don't want to. Oh, my gosh, kids. She gave him the imperial regalia, which helped Ninigi to establish a kingdom of justice and harmony. His great-grandson, Jimmy, Jimmy, <laughs> Jimbo, hey, hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, became the first emperor of Japan and ruled the imperial regalia as a sign of his divine right and lineage. Wow. You know, kids today have pressure. Can you imagine being That's... born <laughs> with that, that, that is your oh birthright? Like, okay. So yesterday, the client I had. She kept asking her son to go grab her wallet out of her purse. And he just, he's 10. And she kept, he just kept straight up telling her no. (laughs) No. And I was doing her hair. And so she was kind of like stuck, you know? And he's like, nope. And she's like, come on, baby. Like, just, just go grab. Nope. And she was just like, oh, and I was like, hey, it's kids. But still at the same time, this kid was a little, I don't know, a little disrespectful, but still. I mean, okay, if he's doing that at 10. I know. Like that poor girl when I he's know. 14, 15. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what he needs? A little smack, smack. <laughs> I don't know. A little wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah. No, like a little parents. <laughs> for our, our Latin um, goddesses. A chocolate. A chocolate. <laughs> yes. That's right. Well, some other fun facts. <laughs> The Japanese historical records actually connect Amaterasu with the shaman and priestess Himiko, Himiko, and some of the scholars connect her with both the proto-imperial family of the 5th century and the sun cult that ruled prior to the establishment of the early Shinto beliefs. So elsewhere in the world, Amaterasu is similar to the Norse soul, known as Suna or Sunna. What is it? How is it pronounced? Suna? I think it's Suna. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so a rare sun goddess in the world full of sun gods. Ah, interesting. Yep. And like Amaterasu's soul is siblings with the moon and promotes the order and harmony in the world. I like it. So in the first week in May in Japan, it's called the Golden Week. And it's a time when Amaterasu's solar beauty really shines. And the Hakata Festival is a national holiday that includes celebrations for children and a special parade depicting Japan's legendary deities. So Amaterasu was also an accomplished weaver and with many attendants who joined her in weaving the stunning satins, silks, and brocades for which Japan is rightfully famous interesting i love that i just and i think we'll talk about it a bit more later but i love the idea that she is a sun goddess the Mm -hmm. sun is always you know quote unquote masculine Mm -hmm. so the fact that it's it's switched like that it's just how powerful the female presence is yes well now let's talk about a way that you can connect a little bit deeper with Amaterasu and it's a beauty ritual. So ah, hello, beauty. Yeah. So something that um you can do and Gigi loves taking baths. It is a damn I'm beautiful 
bath. Okay. That's what I did the other day. Yeah, right. <laughs> now, if you're not really into baths, you can do this as a shower as well. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's, it's, it's definitely versatile. Yes. So what you'll need is a handheld mirror, not a vintage one, one that you don't mind getting mm. wet. <laughs> okay. Whatever you need to feel beautiful in your bath. So whether that's candles, flower petals, uh, special bath salts, uh, music, sending your family away. I did check, 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 check. Yeah. So whatever you need to do mm-hmm. for you time. So they recommend they, who am I talking about? They, it's me. Close your eyes and relax into the bath and breathe deeply. When you, yes, go with a When you feel relaxed and ready, pick up the mirror. Look at your face and just look. If judgments or criticisms come up, which they all do, acknowledge them, then let them go. Focus on the uniqueness that is you reflected in your face. Look at your face and allow yourself to feel compassion, tenderness, acceptance, and love. That's a hard thing to do. Mm -hmm. Say to yourself, My nose is beautiful, my forehead, my cheeks, my mouth, lips, teeth, ears, skin, etc. Everything about you is beautiful. So go through each feature and tell yourself how beautiful you are. Because you are. Mm -hmm. Then say, I, whatever your name is, am beautiful. Say it over and over. Affirmations. That's right. All your, or allow yourself to bathe in your appreciation of your own beauty till you feel a tingle of appreciation and delight. Continue as long as you wish. Don't feel that you're, you know, being, what is that word? Rushed. Rushed or, you know, that you vain. have to, vain, that, mm-hmm. or that you have to feel a certain way. Just connect mm-hmm. with yourself. We don't do that. When you are ready, take a deep breath and exhale to the sound of ah, oh. I love it that's right welcome back you beautiful goddesses welcome right so that's something very easy you don't need a lot of bells and whistles just take mm-hmm. a moment and connect with yourself it's beautiful and I mean yeah. I feel like not only your face do this with your body yes I mean so many people we all have issues with our faces and bodies especially as we age yes but I mean, you've got to find beauty in yourself and appreciate those things. And if, you know, aging gracefully is your jam, do it. If getting um, some, you know, medical assistance and trying to keep your youth, do it. Whatever makes you mm-hmm. feel pretty, but you need to still feel confidence in yourself and find Absolutely. yourself beautiful to begin with. You know, it's funny that you bring that up. And I thank you for bringing that up because I think the reason I don't like to take baths is one, I have to clean the tub like mm-hmm. all the time. Because there's boys in my house. And two, um, my tubs are just normal tub size. And I'm a curvy girl. So when I get in it, everything just rolls and crunches. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you feel uncomfortable. And you kind of mm-hmm. are forced to look at yourself. But I think that is a good opportunity to take to go, you know what? This little, my little fupa here, I love you. And this little upper roll, I love you. You know? Mm-hmm. So I really like the idea of that. I love it. Yeah. Appreciate your body. It nourishes you. It keeps you strong. It's there for you. So on that note, there's also correspondences that you can do and use to further that bathing experience or any other rituals or whatever you'd want to do to honor and um, kind of worship this goddess. 
So some symbols and themes would be sun, mirrors, arrow, weaving, traditions, unity, blessings, community, and kinship. That was kind of hard. It was hard to find things about her. So they they really said she's just, she symbolizes mm-hmm. traditions and blessings. Like that's. Yeah, no, yeah. I get that. But that's good. And then colors would be gold, orange, red, or yellow. Gemstones would be amber, carnelian, clear quartz, sunstone, tiger eye. Um, Incense and scented oils. We don't really have any, but I feel like, um, you know, if you wanted to go with the Japanese theme, of course, like cherry blossoms, things like that would be great. Um, Or if you wanted to go with like that idea of like summer and sun and things like that, I feel like citrus, Mm -hmm. um, bright scents would be good. Um, animals would be like snakes, dragons, ravens, cocks, um, and that's the animal cock. Um, so (laughs) fruits, flowers, and herbs could be carnations, chamomile, chrysanthemum, juniper, marigold, rosemary, and sunflowers. My favorite. Those are Gigi's favorite. (laughs) I actually have that in the show notes. I'm like, Gigi's favorite. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, and also any of those, um, fruits and flowers or herbs you can use as, you know, incense too. I mean, if you wanted to. So, yeah. Absolutely. So moving on to our Oracle card, uh, this is from the deck, The Goddess Oracle by Amy Sophia Maraschinsky, highly recommended. The meaning of the card for Amaterasu is beauty. Amaterasu is here to tell you to bask in the radiance of your beauty. Do you know your unique beauty or do you feel you can't be beautiful because you don't look like a model or a movie star? Are you in your crone years and feel that age is ugly? Perhaps you are afraid to express your beauty, afraid that you will attract unwanted energies. Amaterasu says that all women possess the light of the feminine, and that light is beauty. She advises you to let go of your preconceptions about what beauty is and allow your beauty to be. Wholeness is nurtured when we celebrate all aspects, and being female means that we are beautiful. I like that. Yep. That is a very beautiful reminder. Absolutely. That's all I had with that. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so perfectly said. It is. Like, I can't add anything to that. Well, in closing, we're going to do a quote from the article Amaterasu, the Brilliant Sun Goddess by Catalin Jet Coda. That's an awesome name. I know. My name is like Jet Coda. Mm-hmm. And Catalin. You know, Catalin. that's pretty cool, too. Really? So... Amaterasu is the reminder that regardless of our stories, our hurt, and our betrayal, we still own our inner light. She is our brilliant self, our inner beauty. The beauty way is a deep connection to our own nourishment and our connection to light and love. So I feel that more than anything, our entire purpose on earth is to learn to embrace loving and emit love. So every day we are presented with countless opportunities to emit love, to turn over and over again from fear and withdrawal toward the light of wonder and beauty. The sun is our ever constant reminder. The sun is a fierce and perpetual fire and she never stops shining ever. She is the quality of generosity that comes without expectation and may Amaterasu be a reminder of you and your own brightness.
Damn. So good. Damn, <laughs> like, Gina. Damn. I wish I was your lover. I don't know why. <laughs> I just want to sing like the first line of songs and then be done with it. I love it. <laughs> this goddess. I, there was so much. And I know I say that about all the goddesses, but it was like as I was doing it, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just more and more and more that I wanted mm-hmm. to add into it. Just her history and what she symbolizes and again it's still it's almost like she's the the kind of like you know the first female vice president you know it's yeah. like she's a female mm-hmm. sun goddess that is huge mm-hmm. oh that was me in my soapbox hey i love it i love it <laughs> Hey, and we are not yet there. We're going to have our first female president eventually, you know? We're still, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where, like, it reminds us and our younger female counterparts that, hey, we are powerful. We are powerful. You can achieve it, even in a patriarchal society. That's right. And Mm -hmm. then, um, I love the line in that that quote. uh, She is the quality of generosity that comes without expectation. Mm -hmm. I think that's something um, that I tend to forget. You know, if I do something for someone, I do expect something and you shouldn't. You should give Mm -hmm. of yourself and try to spread your love and light around this world, everybody. It is August. It is. It is our month. I didn't do the sound horn, so. <laughs> yes. Oh, this felt so good. Um, I'm actually going to work really hard. I think I can get in um, the next goddess, so we might not need to do a mini. But if we do a mini, we'll then we see. do a mini. So we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Hey, our minis are fun, too. Yes, absolutely. Because you know why? Next Sunday is the birth. It is going uh, to be, the, Saturday will be the eve of Nicole. Yes. And Sunday will be the birth of her. That's all I got. The rising. <laughs> the rising sun. The emergence. <laughs> yep, that's, that's my excitement. <laughs> I love it. We're almost but, there. I know. So, Miss Gigi, how can the goddesses find us? Well, of course, all you goddesses and goddess lovers, you can find us on Instagram if you haven't already. We are Goddess Chat Leos. And you can find us also via email at goddesschat at yahoo.com. So whichever way you want to connect with us to share information, notes, ideas, praise, whatever, or discuss, who knows? That's right. (laughs) You know, you could reach out to us at both of those areas. And on our Instagram, we do share fun things. We do common themes each week of, um, you know, we share information and photos about our goddesses or just other things that inspire us. So check it out. Um, we love sharing fun, you know, little memes and images that like connect and resonate with us in our stories. We just like to have fun on our Instagram and every now and then we get a little deep. So who knows, check it out. (laughs) Um, and we would love to have you join us on our journey to finding our goddesses yeah each each week or mm-hmm. every other week or whatever we want yes. this is our show and we can do whatever the heck we want i do uh, what i want but whatever whatever <laughs> real quick goddesses Gigi sent me um the makers of south park bought casa bonita casa which is bonita. in denver colorado i want to go so oh. I need to start doing a GoFundMe. Yes. No, I need to start saving up. 
because I want to go to Casa Bonita. Um, so that's that's my excitement. Thank you, everybody, so much for joining thank us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for listening to us just talk about goddesses because it's something that Gigi and I really, really love doing. It's so fun. Yeah. Love you, goddesses. Love your face. We love you. Mwah. Bye. Bye.